Three, two, one, action. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Millionaire Mac Club YouTube channel. My name's James Hodgkin. I'm the owner of the Millionaire Mac Club. And today we have a very, very special guest, my buddy, Elijah Mang. Met him, met him over social media, and we we hit it off right away, hit it off right away. Both young, ambitious, um, just growing beans and that's really why i wanted to bring him on the pod because he has some great knowledge he's he's given me a lot of knowledge um so i wanted him to bring bring him on the pod and you know let him drop some gems on y'all so elijah is a subconscious success coach and i'll let him let him give you a little more intro a little more depth on himself how you feeling bro yeah, I'm feeling good, man. Glad to be on here with you. Uh, definitely excited for this one. We're going to be having, I know we're going to be having some good conversations on here because we always do, but uh, yeah. So basically my name is Elijah Mang, like James said. Um, I am, I believe, same age as you, 20 years old. 20. And uh, I am in, based out of Washington, the Seattle area, um, just in the suburbs outside of Seattle. And um, yeah, so I got into online business. I would say I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I've been doing business stuff since I was really young. In high school, I got into like reselling. Uh, I was really into all kinds of like a lot of the like designer stuff and, right. you know, the nice expensive shoes, all that stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah but after high school, I got into online business. Um, I knew that I didn't want to go to college and uh, had a lot of pressure to go to college though, but I, I just knew like in my heart what I wanted and it wasn't that I would rather have the business experience, like actually doing stuff, you know, not just learning, uh, learning from professors who don't actually have a successful business and don't know how to run one. Right. So I wanted to go in for the experience. And um, around that time, I was actually really struggling with like my mental health and stuff as well, um, specifically anxiety and depression. And um, through doing the kind of work that I do now. Uh, when I was introduced to personal development and got really into it, I developed like a big passion for it and um, just really dove in head first and immersed myself in it. And uh, through doing that kind of work, I was able to completely transform my mind and my life and reprogram my subconscious mind and overcome that anxiety, depression, and um, really just dive into you know what I want to pursue in my life and dive into business and all of that. And uh, through the many challenges that I've overcome myself through doing the kind of work that I do, it led me to wanting to help others who are in similar situations. So now um, I guess I would call myself a subconscious success coach mm -hmm. and I help people with reprogramming their subconscious mind for success, taking them out of the suffering and negative states and bringing them into a more powerful state. Because when you operate on a powerful state on a regular basis, then you're going to be a lot more effective, productive, happy. Your relationships are going to increase. Your business is going to grow everything. Because I mean, the way I see it, you are, an, your, your business is an extension of you. So if you focus on growing yourself, everything else in your life is going to grow. Everything. And if you can reprogram your subconscious mind so that your autopilot which is what it is. Your autopilot is 
targeted towards success and towards your goals, then you're going to get there inevitably, you know? So that's, that's what I do. That's what I'm all about. Super passionate about it. Um, Yeah. I love it, bro. I love it just because I don't know, like when we first met, it was so refreshing to have somebody young and like with common interests because I knew you liked outdoors things athletics and like you said like the reselling the fashion and now it's becoming more and more common the the self-development piece of life is becoming taken way more serious because of people like you because of people like me and it's super cool and refreshing to meet more and more people being more intentional with their growth what what do you what who or what introduced you into the intentional self-development man <laughs> so this is uh this is a good story so i mean I'll just, I'll just simplify it so i was working at a uh pizza shop delivering pizza for a while um i don't even think it was for a whole year but when I was there, I was also in the process of starting up my first online business, which was Amazon FBA. Um, long story short, that ended up failing and I ended up losing around $15,000 from that. And that was like my first real business experience where I lost a lot of money. So that was a big hit for me. That was like all the money at the time that I had saved up for college, you know, but I wasn't going to college. So I was like, I'm spending it on business. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the story. So around that time I was setting up that business. And every time I was at work, I would think, man, my time would be so much better spent at home working on my business right now, instead of here, you know, just not making that much. Um, And so I figured there had to be something I could do. And so every time I was, uh, I I mean, I started listening to a podcast instead of listening to music. Mm -hmm. And then I got really into it. <laughs> and then every time the I was in, it that? was, yeah, it was the Mindset Mentor Podcast by Rob Dial. See, I need a new podcast. So I'm like, I'm, at I'm the time, watching. at the time, I think it was called um, Monday, Wednesday, MWF Motivation, because he did one like every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh-huh. Um, but Rob Dial is that dude. <laughs> he I'm absolutely like, changed my life. I'm for sure going to have to tap in. So you, so you hopped on listening to the podcast and then, so that just, that made you realize even more of like, yo, I'm not in my passion. Like, what am I doing? Like, what, what, what was that like? Yeah, there were a lot of changes that happened then when I started listening to it. Um, it really just started to open my mind up to all the possibilities and expand my mind and really like understand that I can have it all that I I can get back to the place that I was once at before, which was being genuinely happy, like most of the time, you know, instead of anxious and depressed. Um, And really just got me excited about life, you know, Right. and just brought that, like, it, it was interesting stuff because I mean, in school and stuff, I hated learning. Uh, not, I didn't hate learning. I've always liked learning, but I didn't like doing the stuff that they had us do in school. I would never read the books or anything like that. But as soon as I started listening to the podcast, it was like this snowball effect. That's when I started like actually doing the work on myself, started doing some of these things that he was talking about in the podcast, um, like 
journaling. I started meditating. I started writing down my goals, getting clear on what I wanted, you know? Right. And um, it just started to slowly but surely change my life and change my mind. So, so how, how far off, because, so you said that you had the business venture, you had the Amazon FBA. So would you, cause obviously you've come so far. What was that? Two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Over two years ago. Yeah. yeah over two sure years exactly. ago. See like that, that, that's a little amount of time, but a lot of amount of time. So how far off do you think you were in a sense of becoming who you are now? How far off? How far, like, I don't want to ask this in a basic sense. Cause like, I want my, the, the question has more complexity than a basic question. So I'll just ask you in a basic way. In terms of how far you've come, when you look back, when you look back and think like, dang, I've been through this, 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 and this, is it further than you thought you had to go to get to where you are? Or is it the right amount that you thought it'd take? Or is it less than you thought it'd take to get to where you are? Um, probably more than I thought it would take. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Right. Uh, I remember when I first got into that Amazon business, (laughs) I thought I was going to hit six figures easily in the first six months of being in business. (laughs) And (laughs) that did not end up happening. Um, and yeah. And then, I mean, I had that failure and then it was like so many more lessons and growth opportunities showed up for me as I continued to move on and try out different things, try out different businesses, um, really like start to meet new people, connect with other entrepreneurs and stuff. Because I mean, when I first started, I had no network. I had no community of like-minded people, right? Right. Like most of the people I know, they're not, they're not into the same stuff. And most of them, I mean, still aren't, you know? So I had to get out there and network. And um, the way that actually started for me was in network marketing. Mm -hmm. So it was probably a few months after. uh, I'm not really exactly sure when. Um, It was a little while after the Amazon business failed. A friend showed me this network marketing business. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, the startup fee is low. Uh, So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get in. Let's do it. And then, you know, I started, I started running with that and it really pushed me out of my comfort zone more in ways that I didn't really see myself needing to grow to get to where I wanted to go, Mm. you know? So mainly, mainly, um, in connecting with people and getting into sales and things like that, because before that I was extremely shy. Um, like I would be nervous hopping on zoom calls and stuff. Like simple stuff like that. I was just really introverted, shy, you know, not the type to start conversations, talk to people, hop on a podcast, stuff like that. (laughs) And that's one thing that has absolutely changed for me. Mm. Um, I'm not sure exactly where I was going with this, but like, that's, those are some of the, the ways that I have grown since, since then. Right, bro. Like that's, that's so interesting. Cause like, 
I don't know. The thing that hit home from what you're saying is like the people that you're around don't have the same common interest or maybe they have your old common interest. And so elevating out of that, but not from a sense of, oh, I'm better than you, but I, this isn't my interest anymore. I need to progress. I've experienced (laughs) this now. It's time to progress. That, that experience is always so interesting because it's like, in a sense, you want to bring everybody along, but it's going to take you way longer to get to where you need to go. Like the way that I've been thinking about it is like, all right, you get to where you need to go. And if you still have love and care for those people, then throw them the rope down. We can't all try to climb up at once if they're not climbing. If I'm pulling you up, then you're dragging me down. So let me get up there and then we can pull up. You see? Yeah. Um, so let's let's dive into the subconscious topic. So you want to can you give can you give us a little base knowledge of what the subconscious mind is, how it works for us and a little bit of its importance? Yeah. So um, one thing to make clear is, you know, you said how it works for us and really everything that it does is its intention is to be for us. It's to protect us, to keep us safe, even when it's negative things. And the thing is a lot of the time people's subconscious mind is filled with negative beliefs, right? Most of the thoughts that we have are negative. And I I think it's somewhere around 80 or 90%. I'm not exactly sure on that. And then, uh, 80 or around 80% of the thoughts that you have are repetitive thoughts from the day before. Mm. And now the thing with the subconscious is all, this is where all your thoughts and feelings come from. So they come from your subconscious beliefs. So your beliefs create your thoughts, which determine your feelings, which then determine what actions that you take. And then, you know, that creates your results. Beliefs, thoughts, feelings, actions, results. And then your results reinforce your beliefs. Mm. So it's like a cycle, right? right? And it's also interesting because I I think this is why it's so important. Um, 95% of our subconscious mind is programmed from between ages zero to seven. And that's your autopilot, like I said earlier. And so from ages zero to seven, you know, we don't really differentiate between like right or wrong. We don't really have that much of a, like a capability to do that at that point. And so what ends up happening is for most people, uh, we end up with a lot of like going through traumatic experiences and really what trauma is, is it's not like crazy experiences that happen and stuff. It could be something small. What it is, is it's your interpretation of the experience. Mm, right. So in this case, I'll, I'll give you an example from my personal life. Um, so around, around when I was like seven, my parents split up. And then like a few years after that, my dad ended up moving like across the country. And then for most of the time, I would only see him maybe once a year. And I mean, that was hard for me, for me at like seven, eight years old, right? right. When that initially happened, I, it, it's kind of like I blamed myself mm. because like 
there's a lot of reasons why we could, uh, why like trauma could happen to us. And like I said, it's your interpretation. So at that age, you know, when we're that young, we see our parents as perfect, right? Would you agree? Uh, They're like our superheroes, right? And so if something happens with our parents, we automatically put the blame on us. We think it's something we did that caused that to happen. Mm. Say they, they yell at us or something. It could be something small like that. They yell at us. And I mean, we just take the blame and that builds up shame and guilt. Mm. And then <laughs> like most people have a lot of shame and guilt built up in their unconscious mind, subconscious mind, like through their childhood and just over the years and it doesn't get expressed. And then that shame and guilt causes us and those experience cause us beliefs of unworthiness that we're not good enough, right? Because we're taking all the blame. We're putting it on ourselves. Right. And so we, we then believe that we're not good enough, that we're not worthy or um, there, there's a lot of the like main core beliefs that most people have. And okay. those are, those are a couple of the main ones. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Um, if I try, I'll fail. I'm not wanted. Uh, and that's, that's one of the, one of the beliefs that I picked up from when my dad left is, you know, people leave me in my life. That's just what they do. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not worth staying around for things okay. like that. And those carrying into the rest of your life, like I said, 95% of your subconscious program from zero to seven. Most people don't really change much of these beliefs. Right. So they're carrying out these beliefs, which are reflecting into their life and results for the rest of their life. And like I said, it's mostly negative <laughs> and limiting beliefs, false beliefs. And if you really want to like dig into that, what are beliefs? They're, they're just what we perceive as true, right? Doesn't necessarily mean it is true. Right. And if you look at the word belief itself, like what's, what's a three letter word in the middle of belief? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Lie. Think, oh, think about that for a second. There we go. There we go. Lie. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Your beliefs are lies. Mm. <laughs> All of them, whether they're positive or negative. It's just what you what you believe, what you perceive as true. Why is it? I froze. Did I freeze there? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just what you perceive as true. So if your belief is that I'm not good enough, that's not necessarily true, but that's what you believe. (laughs) And that's going to reflect into your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your results. Bro, that's that's crazy because off the beliefs thing, like I always say this on my podcast. I always say it to my friends, like you are what you declare. Like I, I say that constantly because, oh, I suck at this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Since you said it, and I mean that I guess it's deemed true now because you believe it. Yep. And so, bro, that's so interesting. And the sad part of it is a lot of people never get exposed to this information of the conscious and self-conscious they think what is is and like oh no i'm just this way that i've always been this way i always will be this way which isn't true so 
I feel like that's that's what my next question for you is. Let's say I understand the beliefs that I've had and I've developed. So what's the next step for somebody in order to progress and overcome and develop new beliefs? Mm -hmm. There is a lot of components that go into that. And it also depends on the beliefs and where they came from. Um, But it helps to identify that, you know, what are the beliefs, identify them. And where did they come from? and identify a situation that they came from um so there's there's like a a three-step strategy that you can use and it's to recognize what the beliefs are of course and then oh we did we did yeah Yeah, yeah, the the three r's (laughs) recognize what the beliefs are and then replace them with the new beliefs and then repetition is the key to believing into um, impressing certain thoughts and beliefs into your subconscious mind there's like there's so with the with the subconscious mind it can get kind of like tricky but there's like three rules essentially for how it works well i mean there's there's more than that but like there's here, I'll, I'll just give you <laughs> these three rules. So yeah. one of them is that it works based on like pictures and images and experiences. Because if you think about it, our beliefs are formed through experiences in our life, mm-hmm. right? And um, so the subconscious is the emotional mind. So through these experiences and the emotions that they give us, that causes certain beliefs and certain uh emotional like associations to these certain things um i can use money as an example because a lot of people grow up hearing money doesn't grow on tree on trees (laughs) money is hard to get you know um simply believing that they're always in lack of money Mm -hmm. which guess what that's going to cause you to continue to be in lack of money because that's what you believe right and so the the there then there's certain emotional associations to money. So say for example, you're thinking about associations and you're thinking about your goal. Say you want to get to 10k a month. Mm-hmm. But like from your old paradigm, that's unrealistic. Right. And you still have that scarcity mindset around money. Then when you look at that goal, you're not going to believe that you can actually get there. Or you might believe people who have money are bad. You know, you can't make make a lot of money and be a good something like that, you know? Right. So then sub these are these thoughts are all going on subconsciously, and then it's going to cause you to self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you have the conscious goal to get to 10K a month. But subconsciously, it rejects that idea. It's like, no, (laughs) money's bad. You know, Uh, we don't make that kind of money because money's hard to get. And I don't really have the capability to do that, you know. So um, back to your question, though, the, the, um, the way to change those beliefs is, like I said, repetition 
mixed with emotion. So like I said, the subconscious mind is the emotional mind. So if you, the, the strong emotions, like the emotions that you want to feel, if you can feel those now and then relate those to your goals, like associate those with your goals, like when I get to 10K a month, how's that going to feel? Mm-hmm. How, like, I'm going to ask you, how, how does that feel? Say you're at 10K a month. How does that feel for you? Feels like relief. Feels, feels like freedom. Freedom. What does freedom feel like? Like freedom what's the, what's the emotion in, in your body? Like, would you say satisfaction, calm? Calm, stillness, stillness for sure. Okay. Calm. Dang, I like this. Um, yeah, it, it's it's like an ease feeling. Like you just feel like you can be you. Yeah. So if you associate that to the goal and feel into those feelings as much as possible, as as often as you can, you know, that's what's going to help you to get there and to break through those emotional blocks that are causing you to self-sabotage that are causing you to procrastinate, you know, (laughs) because like procrastination is kind kind of hand in hand with self-sabotage. You know, like you have these goals, but your unconscious mind doesn't believe it. And it's like, I got to do all this stuff to get to my goals, but then you're holding yourself back because of these beliefs. Mm -hmm. So let's, Oh man. Hold on, hold on. I'm using this as like a low-key therapy session. So let since you brought up procrastination, let's say I'm doing uh doing some uh the three R's. I'm practicing the three R's, but I still catch myself procrastinating. What what would be the best way to overcome that procrastination in that moment? Um, let's see. So to overcome the procrastination, there's, there's certain things that work for certain people. And it also depends on like what it is behind the procrastination that's holding you back. Right. It could be that you deep down subconsciously don't believe you're worthy Mm -hmm. of the outcome that you're going to create by getting this done. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's causing you to reject it. You're not, you're not doing the work, right? And other people, it's just hard for them to sit down, focus and do it, right? There might be some subconscious block, but like her procrastination, um, I know that <laughs> like it's, it's really just doing it (laughs) it sounds so simple but like yeah no honestly that's what it comes down to mm, um there is like more to it for some reason my mind is blanking and i I can't think (laughs) i'm not really sure nothing's coming up for that but um let's see so one thing that helps me sometimes is to set a timer and say, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes, do this or an hour and just straight focus on this, you know? Uh, so like the whole goal here is to just do it. Right. But, but what's, what's stopping you from doing it? Is it distractions like your phone or, you know, right. So whatever it is, you got to eliminate the distractions, obviously. (laughs) So like, 
one thing, one thing from one thing that helps me is I'll set a timer or I'll throw on some like binaural beats mm-hmm. and I'll just put my phone across the room or something so I can, I can hear the music or I can hear the timer when it goes off, but I'm sitting down here and my phone's over there and I'm like, I have a timer going. So I'm like, it, it helps you to really focus in be like, okay, I have this amount of time. It's time to get it done. Right. right? Because when you have like 24 hours to get one thing done, you're going to procrastinate until the last minute. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this rule is called, but it's like you, you will, the amount of time that you give yourself, you will use that amount of time. So if you give yourself like three hours for a task, then it'll probably take three hours to get it done. If you give yourself one hour for a task, it's probably going to take one hour to All get right. it done. Right. Cause that's a whole different level of focus. If you're like, I have three hours you probably spend some time screwing off on social media or whatever. Okay. If you have one hour and you set a timer and you're like, all right, straight to it, completely focused, you know, for one hour, then you're going to, you're going to get it done a lot faster and it's going to help you to really just focus in and get in the zone. That's yeah, no, that's, that's, that's gold right there. Cause honestly, that's, something I need to get better on is like I'll set uh I'll like set like my to-do list I'll set my to-do list but won't put like time increments on it I'll be like okay it's gonna get done by the end of the day and then I wonder why I'm going to bed at 11 10 30 like a little bit later than I want to I'm like well I got everything done but I had all of earlier to finish it but I got it done so it's really that send that focus time to get it done. And honestly, I don't know, just like talking to you, like I'm, I'm, I'm realizing some of the subconscious blocks that like I'm having, like that money example that you were bringing up. I feel like more people than not will have some relatability to that. But definitely for me, uh, I related to that heavy, like money doesn't grow on trees. Uh, and just like, seeing different struggles, different money struggles from my parents is like, you kind of adopt those just because you pick it, you pick up on them so easily. And then, so in terms of let's, let's go back to the example that we're using, or we can even use me as an example. So let's say we have like a entrepreneur or a young person that wants to achieve a goal and they're persistent, they work hard, they have goals, la, 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 la. But for some reason, well, not for some reason, the subconscious piece is the thing that's holding them back. So the first thing that we'd have to do is identify the limiting belief and where it came from, right? Yeah. And then after that, you develop an emotion or you develop the emotion that accomplishing the goal will bring you. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep repeating that. Yeah. And, and feel into that emotion as much as you can. That's why like certain things with, um, I mean, <laughs> that's why like meditation is helps a lot with subconscious reprogramming mm-hmm. because it's like, your subconscious mind is your body because it sends so many signals back and forth through your nervous system and plays out these patterns on repeat, 
right? And that determines the way that we feel on a regular basis. So when you're meditating, you're basically breaking the pattern in your nervous system so that you can, it's, it's like you're telling your body to sit. Like your nervous system is like, no, I want to carry out these patterns. You know, this is what I do every day. It's time to feel this. It's time to feel this. Or we have certain triggers that make us feel this, you know, but it's like you're telling a dog to sit. Mm -hmm. So like, if you sit down and do a 20 minute meditation, it's not easy at first. (laughs) It's not easy to just sit down and do it. Right. I know a lot of people struggle with this. With like, they know they should meditate, but they never do it. It's like, I'm going to meditate today. And then what do they find themselves doing? They're procrastinating. Right. They (laughs) self-sabotage because you you really just have to get intentional about like why you're doing it and intentional about just doing it Mm -hmm. because it's hard to just start. But when you start, you'll like when you start and then you really get into it, it feels good. And right. after, after you feel amazing and you're like, Oh yes, that, that was great. Oh, I need to do, I'm going to, I need to do this more. And then, then, and then guess what? It's hard to just really do it more. You have to, you have to do it every day consistently to make it a habit. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy to make it a habit because of that, you know, I know for me, that's been one of my struggles. It's like, I'll meditate for a few days in a row. And then it's like, ah, shit, I got to meditate tomorrow too, or I'm, I'm going to. And then what happens? I either think I'm too busy, which not really, you know, or I'll end up procrastinating going on my phone and <laughs> I just, you know, sometimes don't do it. Right. And so it's really just sitting down and doing it. Um, I feel like I went off from your question though. <laughs> no, no, that, no, that's perfect. Cause that, that actually leads into a more specific question I wanted to ask you. Cause that's an example. What, what are some other subconscious intentional reprogramming, like exercises that we can do? Good question. So meditation is a oh. great one. I think everybody should meditate every day. <laughs> I, I agree 100 um, <laughs> yeah and then uh visualization mm. because like i said okay this is this is another little uh fact about the subconscious mind mm-hmm. is it doesn't know the difference between reality or imagination mm. so if you have your eyes closed and you're visualizing something and you can really get into that visualization and feel it. Not only see it, but feel it. Because like I said, it's emotional. It's the emotional mind. Mm-hmm. So when you can feel it and experience it in your mind, it's just like as if it were happening in reality mm-hmm. to your subconscious mind, right? So it also goes both ways. You can visualize and think yourself into success and great health or you can think yourself into being into disease you know and (laughs) it's it's all based on what you are thinking the most pretty much 
because like that, that actually brings me to another one. Um, your thoughts, by changing your thoughts, you can reprogram your subconscious mind because your thoughts are basically what gets impressed on your subconscious mind and then becomes beliefs. Mm-hmm. So one like simple thing that I always teach that can help you to change your thoughts is first to notice them. Awareness is the first step to everything. So to notice the negative thoughts, you know, what thoughts are coming up? When is it happening? Is there a certain thing that's triggering them? Um, And then replace them. Like, even if you don't think about all that other stuff, you you think the thought, you notice it. Oh, that was a negative thought. You know, that's not going to help me. Then replace it with three positive thoughts empowering thoughts so like let's see for example um let's see <laughs> what's an example <laughs> um i could just do something simple like i i think i i say i'm stupid <laughs> or, or i think i'm i'm stupid right. um and i'm gonna be like wait no i'm not stupid i i can learn like anything and (laughs) my brain is extremely powerful i can learn anything and all it takes is effort Mm, right right it's just effort and then i can also say um some other positive beliefs reinforcing the opposite of the negative belief Uh you get what i'm saying nothing's coming to mind right now i don't know why i'm blanking but (laughs) i I definitely know what you mean um so with with like affirmations and like re reinforcing positive thoughts because i know for someone like for me for an example i've been introduced to affirmation and positive reinforce enforcing thinking for a while but i can see where somebody's perspective could be like uh well no i'm just i'm just saying it just to say it what what do you think would help those people that think they're just saying it just to say it would help them overcome that so they can actually reap the reap the benefits is it just honest repetition until you start believing it or is there more to yeah. it so if it's going to be impressed on your subconscious mind it has to be accepted by your conscious mind mm. so you have you have a i call it bullshit detector right right so if you're if you have like nothing in your bank account you're broke as shit and you're like i'm wealthy i am wealthy you know i'm rich and successful you said some affirmations like that mm-hmm. it's your bullshit detector is going to go off right it's not going to do anything for you because it's not getting accepted by your subconscious mind because you're not accepting it consciously mm-hmm. because every time you look at your bank balance it's extremely low right so that's what's getting reinforced not that you are wealthy so a way to switch it up with affirmations and make them actually work for you is something that you can believe as true so Every single day I'm working on my purpose and my mission and it's leading me to 
where I want to be. It's leading me to becoming wealthy. It's leading me, you know, to whatever, whatever your goal is, just like set it up a little bit differently, you know? Right. Uh, I froze on my screen. Yeah, there we go. I'm good. That is genius. Holy so, yeah, yeah. Just switching it up like that. And then, um, so another really effective way that I have personally like identified a lot of my beliefs where they came from and kind of called bullshit on them is through journaling because I mean, journaling is so powerful for, for everything. If you want your life to be better all around, start journaling because (laughs) one, like if you have a bunch of thoughts going crazy in your mind, they're just going to continue to go crazy on your mind. If you get them out of your mind and onto paper, it's like you're letting go of that baggage, you know, you're releasing that extra weight and it's like organizing your thoughts basically. So there's like different ways that you can do journaling. You can just write, you know, like free writing just off the dome, or you can go into your, go deep into your, your beliefs. So like certain situations that caused you to feel certain ways, like guilt or shame, Mm -hmm. um, you can go into those and like, why did I, why did I feel like that? So I'm, it's going to be easier to explain it if I attach an example to it. So for example, like my situation with my dad leaving. Um, so what belief did I form uh, that I'm not worth staying around for people just end up leaving in my life. And so I was able to like journal through that, ask myself questions. That's a really powerful way to do journaling is asking yourself questions because I mean like the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask yourself continually you know so (laughs) uh, so you ask yourself better questions you get better answers and you can you can ask yourself certain questions to find certain answers when you're journaling to find certain answers about your beliefs about you know what caused them where they came from And then once you've identified the belief and where it came from and stuff, you can realize that it's false, Mm -hmm. you know? So in my situation, I'm like, okay, I formed this belief. I'm not worth staying around for. Um, But what's the truth here? You know, like what's really the reason? Well, really the reason is it didn't have anything to do with me. This is what my dad felt was best for him at the time. And going into that a little bit, you can completely switch up situations in your life and actually be grateful for them. I'm grateful that I'm grateful that this stuff happened. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, going back to that. So like, what's the truth? No, it was, I mean, I know my dad didn't have the best relationship with his dad when he was younger Mm -hmm. and he had stuff that he didn't deal with that caused him to handle certain situations in his life a certain way. Mm. And that's all his stuff. It's his, it's his personal stuff that he hasn't dealt with. And so what can I do about that? It it doesn't have to do with me, you know? And when you recognize something, when you recognize a belief as untrue, like you'll never consciously accept it as true again, because you've already realized that it's not true. It might come in different 
like forms. <laughs> okay, this is this might get a little bit confusing for some people <laughs> listening. But, um, shoot, I'm um, following. So it could come in different forms. Like it could be that that belief is reflected into um, your other relationships mm-hmm. or just the belief of I'm not worthy in general is reflected into your business. Mm-hmm. You're not worthy of the perfect clients that you want to attract something like that. And this is all subconscious. So like, I mean, if, if I'm thinking about it consciously and I'm thinking I'm not worthy of my dream clients. No, that's stupid. I know that's not true. So I'm not going to accept that, but th- we have these subconscious beliefs that are so deep in there, you know, right. and, and that they get expressed in multiple ways in multiple situations in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm just all over the place right now. Let me go back to, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> picking up so much right now. Okay, good. Uh, let me go back to the, the journaling. Um, so you can realize it as untrue and then reframe it. Mm-hmm. Reframing is huge. It's just like replacing the belief, but reframing the whole situation that caused the belief. You know, so like, um, let's see. What is what is the opposite of the belief that you are worthy, right? Right. And what questions, like, what questions can you ask yourself that will reinforce that new belief? Because now we want to let go of the old belief and we want to reinforce the new beliefs. Uh So we want to feel what it feels like. And one, one helpful thing for that is gratitude. Mm. Um, Feel what it feels like and repeat it, you know, affirmations, stuff like that. And another thing that I've done a lot of from my coach and, um, from just other resources, like it's all over YouTube and stuff. Uh, podcasts is hypnosis mm-hmm. because it's basically, um, it's getting you into a different brain brainwave. So the, basically there's four or five brainwave states. The one I'm concerned about is theta state, which is like the slower brainwaves because that's the learning state. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by concern? Why concern? Because this is the one that's going to help you reprogram. Oh, yourself. okay. Okay. Like the one that's Okay. It's, okay. it's the, the slower brain waves. So this is going on um, when you're in hypnosis, when you're waking, when you first wake up in the morning, you're in a theta state. Mm-hmm. It's like your conscious mind isn't running like a bunch of thoughts and stuff. Like you wake up and you're kind of out of it right away, right? Mm-hmm. At first, that's a theta state and it's the slower brain waves. And also when you're drifting off to sleep at night. So one thing that you could do and that anybody who is listening to this could do is go on YouTube, look up like hypnosis recordings mm-hmm. and pick something that you want to work on or something, you know, that you feel will help you right now and listen to that recording every morning and every night right when you wake up in the morning and as you're drifting off to sleep at night. How long and, should it be? Uh, there's, there's a bunch of different recordings out there, um, different lengths. It doesn't really matter. 
Um, so just whatever like video or audio you choose. Uh-huh. Um, like for me, I I got one actually from my coach that I listen to every morning and every night. And it's about 20 minutes. I know there's a lot on YouTube that are like 40 minutes. There's some that are even like a couple hours or more. <laughs> so like if you're going to sleep, that would be good. But if it, in the morning, probably a shorter one. Yeah, it's a shorter one. Yeah. So, I mean, like what I do in the morning is I'll wake up, um, use the bathroom if I have to, <laughs> and then just go like sit on the couch and or lay down on the couch and throw on the recording. Mm-hmm. And 20 minutes later, it you know, it's over and then I'm back up. Sometimes I fall asleep, but (laughs) yeah. Um, So that's, that's really powerful. That has helped me a lot, especially this past year, a lot (laughs) with for me, mainly with things like imposter syndrome, um, like just the inner critic, because I've always had such a strong fucking relentless inner critic, like beating myself up, judging myself, um and it it also goes along with this belief that i'm not good enough right mine the way my childhood was and stuff my belief is i'm not good enough unless i'm significant or performing at a high level right and i mean that's 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 a belief that a lot of high performers have and that's why they're such high performers (laughs) is because this belief is driving them but Ultimately, if that belief stays, it's never going to bring you to fulfillment because no matter what you do, it's never good enough, Mm. you know? So, um, and that's a misconception that a lot of people have as well. Like if you get rid of the belief that's like driving you so much, then you're not going to be as motivated to get your stuff done, but that's not true. Right. And so, yeah, anyway, for me, imposter syndrome, the self-judgment, beating myself up, um silencing the inner critic that those were some of the biggest changes that that i've noticed since you know listening to the hypnosis recordings regularly so that's powerful (laughs) no i'm gonna try i'm for sure gonna try that i got two last questions for you i got two last questions for you first what is either i'll give you an option either a quote you live by or one piece of advice you want to leave with. Mm, Okay. Um, So one, one quote that I heard early on, actually, I think it was from that podcast I was talking about, you know, when I first got into personal development is that your income will never exceed your level of personal development because you're, Income is a reflection of who you are and your value, mm-hmm. right? And I just think that's super powerful because that that made me realize, I mean, I initially got into business because I wanted to make money. Right. That's it. <laughs> when I first got into it, I wasn't like, oh, I want to go help people. I want to go make a big impact. Right. Now I do. But at the time I was like, I just want to make money. Right. Um, and then understanding that, I was like, whoa, if I just work on myself, everything else will follow everything else will change yeah i i was like taking uh some notes earlier let me let me pull this up real quick all right what i said okay like if you come first guess what else is going to improve your relationships your business your overall life Mm -hmm. right it might seem kind of counterintuitive because you think 
if you put your business first, that's what's going to grow the most. If you put your relationships first, that's what's going to grow the most. But nothing grows unless you do. Right. So a lot of people think that they're doing these things a favor by putting them first. But if you stop putting those other things first, thinking that you're doing them a favor and put yourself first, everything else is going to grow. Like the way I like to look at it and talk about it is like, you are the vehicle that's going to get you to wherever you want to go in life. So if you upgrade the vehicle, you can like, you know, if you're say, say you're riding a bike from LA to New York, it's going to take a long ass time and a lot of effort. Right. But if you upgrade yourself, upgrade the vehicle, you could take a jet from LA to New York. It's going to be a lot easier and a lot faster. Right. 100%. I love that. I love that. I love that. That, and you're, you're the only common denominator in all those things. Mm-hmm. It's all about you. Um, so then my next question is, well, yeah. So what, what are you working on? What do you want the people to know? How can they get in contact with you? This is like a long question. How can they get in contact with you? How can they work with you for subconscious coaching? Let mm. them know, let them know, let them know. Yeah. So uh, best thing would probably be to hit me up on Instagram mm. at underscore Elijah Mang, E-L-I-J-A-H-M-A-N-G. Yep. All right. And then uh, what I'm working on, I am actually working on Right now, I'm working on like a subconscious self-mastery masterclass. It's going to be like a four-day masterclass. And I'm going to be running that after my book launch. So I'm also going to be launching this soon. Uh, Ran into a bunch of complications and had to like put it off and then put it off. And now uh, some problems with Amazon. So problems with Amazon again. Um, (laughs) so figuring that out, I don't know exactly when I'm going to launch this, but the masterclass is going to be after the launch. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's one thing that I'm working on and then just serving my clients and continuing to grow the business and everything, making more impact. That is what's up. That's what's up. So I'll put your IG in the description. I'm so grateful you came on, bro. This was awesome. I love, bro. The crazy thing is, the thing that I love about doing these podcasts is like, I'm getting game. Like, I'm getting so much (laughs) game. (laughs) Like, uh, when we were talking about the money, the money, uh, example, like I, I related to that. Now I'm gonna go try the hypnosis, the three R's. Man, I'm, I'm tapped into all of this. I'm tapped into all of it. Um, any last remarks? Um. Man, thank you for having me on here. It's been awesome. <laughs> I appreciate you. My last little thing, I got the seven-day, seven-and-seven reset challenge coming out soon. Stay tuned. I'm going to give you all more information as more information comes out. Elijah and I, we're actually going to work on putting together a master class and, uh, and some calls so you guys can get direct information from us and see direct growth in whatever you're doing so stay tuned for that and like my grandma said man keep going keep growing i love y'all